Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Katie Creel, founder of Orienda, whose mission is to help people reconnect with their true self and learn how to tap into their own intuition. Because inside all of us, we have a wealth of knowledge and a very powerful guidance system that was more than likely squashed as a child. So Katie helps people reconnect with their essence and with their creativity. Well, that's fantastic. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Can you expand a bit more on, you know, where you are with your business today and the kind of people that you'd love to work with? Uh, So I would say that I am in the beginning stages of my business. I've just started really focusing in. Um, about five months ago when I quit working as a nurse Um, and maybe a growth hopefully a growth stage (laughs) Um, and the people that I like to work with or I find that gain the most benefit from me are typically women and they're women who are being controlled by their fear or their self-doubt or low Mm self-worth A lot of times they don't even realize that's what's controlling them, but they're just feeling like life kind of sucks and they know there's more to it, but they just can't figure out how to get there. Um, So I just kind of help people reconnect with their true authentic selves and help them see who they are at their core and help them reach their potential. Fantastic. So you're you're in the early stage within your business. So it's it's that you know scary, exciting. You've done. I was going to say you've done the hard hard part. No, there's many more hard parts to come. It's, it's it's always the next level. But hey, you made that step. You made that leap, which is fantastic. So what what was it like when you were like, yeah, I'm 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 actually going to do this. Talk me through whether was it a, a, a one off pivotal moment? Was it a build up? What what was that? sort of time like? Yeah, I would say it was a buildup. I've known for a long time that I needed to do something different and that nursing, although it's a fantastic career for some people, it was not where I needed it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also knew I had more to offer in a less controlled environment, if that makes sense. Um, so I kind of just probably 
I've been preparing and like getting out of debt and putting money in savings for a long time. So I've been preparing for this moment. I did not think that it was going to happen as soon as it did. Um, but one day I was at work and I was just kind of looking around and I had been working on my business some, you know, while working, but mm. I was just looking around and I was like, is this, if I'm doing this 20 years from now, how am I going to feel? And I was like, no, <laughs> I just, you know, this is not where I want to be. And I was like, okay. So you can stay here and you can continue to be attached to these dollar signs and attached to the security of having a paycheck and attached to these benefits. But is that attachment 20 years from now, 10 years from now, or even five years from now going to serve me? Mm. And I found that what I was doing was I was looking for my security in the wrong place. <laughs> um, and I just felt like it was time to let go and release that control and that false sense of security and just see what happens and see how life can unfold by taking risk and taking chances and stepping outside of my comfort zone. And there are moments where I remember to do that. <laughs> And then there's other times where I find myself falling back into old patterns where I'm trying to force things and I'm not immediately successful. Um, I feel like I'm successful, but to society standards of success, I'm not there. And which is also a pattern I found in my life throughout my whole life where, mm. you know, you try something new. I have done this so many times. Like I try to learn to play the guitar. And within three months, if I'm not a superstar, I quit. I start to ride horses. If within a few months, I'm not in the Olympics, I quit. So it's like I start something. And then if I'm not immediately, immediately this huge success, then I quit. Mm. And I even think it was in that moment I realized, A, what the journey is. You know, everybody talks about enjoy the journey. And I was like, I think that's a big part of what I'm missing is I'm skipping. I'm wanting to start something and be finished. And there's this whole beautiful road in between that I'm just yeah. ignoring. And I don't know. Am I answering well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's, oh my gosh, there's a lot to unpack with what you just said. There's, there's, I think, two key points there. Number one, the you said perceived control, no, perceived safety, mm. and that's something I want to sort of you know double down on because yeah, with we all have that fork in the road, full time job, entrepreneurship. Eee, what, what are we supposed to do? But the job gives me it gives me a regular paycheck, it gives me health insurance, it gives me all this stuff, and yes, it does. However, it's the perceived safety. Are you really guaranteed this? Can it end tomorrow, this month? There is a level of that. And if that does happen, what's next? So I don't want to put fear into anyone's mind, but I want to hold out that space of it's only perceived safety. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. it's not actually that real. So, but we focus as if it is. So that safety that we all look for. And I love that you were looking on. Where's the safety? Where do I actually position that? What is right for me? 
And it sounds like you've gone away from safety into the next zone of fulfillment. That's what you're looking for. This safety, having a yeah, a paycheck, having the, you know, the the all the benefits to come with that, but oh, not enjoying or living or making an impact that you want to have is that was the biggest pain in that moment. Trumps everything. So I love you uh, your evolution that you saw that. Um, mm. Very made things a little bit easier for you to see in those kind of terms, right? Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, to be able to to eloquently describe, yeah, it's if I'm still here in five, ten, twenty years. Uh, oh my gosh, I this is not for me. I'm what am I doing? Yes, for the yeah. sake of this, this, and this, which is safety, which is security, but yeah. there's the compromise, and you yeah. made a decision for fuck this. <laughs> I, I, why can't I have it all? Why can't I have fulfillment, joy, less structure, and have that financial and medical and all the other securities that you you need yes and you know when you say why can't i have it all that was something that i've had to work through and i still am working through is like in in my mind i think maybe i thought it was unsafe to have it all like i thought if you had a job that was fun then you were going to be broke <laughs> or if you had lots of money, then you're going to have a job that you hate. But the truth is, we can have it all. And there's no reason for us not to. We just have to understand, A, for me, that it's safe to have it all. I don't know why I felt like it wasn't safe for me to yeah. have the picture of everything. Um, <clears throat> but... So that was big, just to notice and realize that you can have it all. You should thrive to have it all and not accept anything less than that. Mm. Love that. I mean, squashing so many sort of false or limiting beliefs along the way that yeah, being successful has to be really hard. That money is going to cause all these problems. So many others. It's It's, it's so that's controlling these things are controlling and they're subtle and they're sneaky and the subconscious plants it in there and we believe it yes so if we're gonna have i keep saying if we're gonna have some some limiting beliefs or no you could have some false beliefs you might as well make them work for you and serve you like hey building a business is fucking easy there's a belief and then you'll start to find all the ways where that is true because your brain bless it are big dumb human brains like i'm gonna prove you right whatever you think mm -hmm. so how can, prove, how can you prove more good good stuff right that serves yeah. you that drives you and then you'll get the experience of that and then you'll be oh see it is true you've reinforced that belief and now we're going in the right spiral rather than the the downward spiral of uh-oh what the fuck am i doing <laughs> yeah and it's easy to get taken down that spiral. It'll happen real fast. But mm -hmm. I agree a hundred percent. Like, have Marissa Peer, are you familiar with her? Yeah. You know her book, Tell Yourself a Better Lie? Uh-huh. I love that book. And I'm always telling people, like, you're believing that you're fat, you're believing that you're ugly, you're believing that your cellulite is disgusting, but it's not. But even if 
you can't see that. Just tell yourself something different and believe that lie. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it seems like this is just one big mind game we're playing here. Okay, <laughs> let's, I'm going to go down that rabbit hole. This could be fun. So truth. We all say we want to speak the truth and, and be truthful, be honest. Okay. What the hell is the truth? Because what what you're seeing, what I'm seeing, we might see the same situation, but we can both tell a different narrative. Um, you must be in a situation, everyone at home, think of a situation where the other person's like, are you kidding me? I don't know what you're saying because that's not what happened. We can all have our perceptions. So, you know, me and Kate had this, this conversation a few weeks ago. What What is the truth? What is the actual truth? Is there such thing as truth or just your perception of this? I am leaning more towards the perception. (laughs) I can't help but think, I think there's more than one truth. And I think everybody's truth can be just a little bit different. I don't think there is one truth. Mm. I really don't, which makes you really question a lot of things in life, you know? It's, oh, I think it's enlightening. It's freeing. It's also a oh shit it's maybe guilt inducing think of all these other aspects so that's a fun little sort of side topic to just sort of mull over what what is the truth i'm curious i'm curious about you said guilt Hmm. what is that in what way oh so uh, in the context of of truth and and what we're talking about now um Guilt. So if if you have this realization, if you can sort of play along and realize, okay, there is no such thing as truth. There is just your perception of the event, the situation. Um, I think it's freeing. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we can change our perception, literally change our reality just by our thoughts, as long as our body plays along. Mm -hmm. But if the body doesn't play along, guilt starts to come in, which is whether you you saw something in a different light now. And it's like, oh my gosh, you mean for 20 years, I was doing this thing I believed in and it's not actually true. That moment right there, it's it's kind of a choose your own adventure because that guilt can be enough to uh, pull you back in. Um, One of Crumbs, one of the first clients that we had on Forget Yourself, she was um, the guilt about not starting her business for 20 years Mm -hmm. was tough. Um. And we had to help her forgive herself for this. Forgive herself for not knowing enough. She didn't know what she didn't know. Once she knew it, okay, there's a new hurdle. We have to now overcome this. And once you can forgive yourself and get rid of that guilt, now you can do the fucking thing. So it's not always a linear path. Your route to be a, a successful business. You've already said that you're already successful. Look at the journey you've had in just five months. Financially, it's going to catch up. But you have been building and doing this for yourself and for others. You've probably faced moments of guilt, moments of doubt. And these things always are like little distractions. Mm-hmm. So what, what have those been for you as you've been going through this journey? What are those little distractions that, oh my gosh, if they weren't there and they could easily derail you, what are they? Well, I would say that I'm the queen of distractions. And they come in the form of new ideas. Mm -hmm. And they also come in the form of 
self-doubt and they also come in the form of beliefs that I'm carrying or false beliefs that I don't even realize or know that I have that mm. I haven't uncovered yet because it's like I can get behind one layer and then there's 10 more there. So as the coach that you are, I, I get the feeling you, you know too much. And this is a blessing and the curse in the coaching industry. You know too much. You know that there are these limiting factors. You know what you're up against. You can see them and you can catch them. And again, then comes in a bit of guilt. Oh, I should know this stuff. I help people to do this thing. Why can't I do it for myself? This is a complete different situation. But that knowing too much, you know all about false beliefs. You know how you help guide your ladies through certain ones. But you've got your own journey running simultaneously. It's a different level. It's got different aspects to it, but they're still running parallel. So what's it like for you as you, you know too much, you know this stuff, but oh my gosh, it's still, it's still tough to do. Um, there are times where I have thought, and this has actually come up recently, where I felt like maybe I was being a little hypocritical. <laughs> like, you know, I'm telling all these people to do these things and connect with your intuition. And yet for the past couple of months, I completely forgot about that part of myself. And I mm -hmm. use that with clients, but I wasn't using it with myself. And I was not, like I have a daily meditation practice. I've had it for years. and even with that, I noticed I had to start breaking it down into one minute segments because I was so uncomfortable. And it was like, you know how chattery the mind gets before something comes up and reveals itself to you and mm -hmm. how uncomfortable it is. And you have a choice in that moment to just sit with it and give it space and quiet to come up or either you can ignore it and go numb out on social media or get drunk or whatever it is that you do for numbing. And I just, I think I didn't create the space that I should have as quickly as I should have. And I think I would have learned a little bit more quickly. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So I was kind of doing the things I tell other people I was doing the things that I tell people not to do. Yeah. I always look at the reasons for that because you, you were building your business. You were, as a solopreneur, it is so easy to be the, the people pleaser, the over deliver, under charge, lose that sort of work life balance. You're nodding away and smiling. It's like, yep, yep, exactly. Tick all the boxes. It's, it's, it's a journey that we, we all go on. So, in, in that circumstance, it's like, yeah, it is so fucking easy to forget ourselves in this journey because your focus was other people. And it's okay to be like, hey, I kind of lost my way here. Mm -hmm. Again, guilt comes in. Oh my gosh, who am I to do this? I'm teaching this, but I'm not doing it. I would always argue, how off the wagon did you fall? What little bits do you like, can you bring back in? As a coach, you caught yourself. 
what lessons could you learn? Maybe, just maybe, and I'm ranting here, but maybe this experience, that's maybe the biggest blessing. If you were just continuously doing all the good stuff and then coaching your clients, that's one aspect. But to actually lose your way, forget why you're doing it, actually see that, hey, why is life getting a bit harder right now? Oh yeah, I'm not doing the things that I know I should be doing. First-hand experience, your clients are going to welcome that. They're going to learn from that. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I think that's a really great way of reframing it because it's easy to get trapped into feeling bad or like even how I said I was being a hypocrite. Really, I was being a human. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you let your thoughts and your emotions and your environment impact you? Shame on you, right? Yeah. Hey, in this world of AI, we're, we're still humans. Everyone's worried about AI taking over. Uh, maybe they'll destroy the world. I don't know. All I do know is all this AI isn't going to help you with your thoughts and your emotions. It's not going to help you as the person behind whether you use it or impacted by it. We have to be able to manage ourselves. So as, as you're hitting you know, the, the second half of the year, where is your focus now? What, what can you see in the horizons like, yeah, here's, here's something I've been avoiding or here's the next challenge. What, what is that for you? Um, I think for me, that's going to be things like what we're doing here. <laughs> um, I'm really good about not wanting to be seen or being fearful to speak my truth because A, it can change from one minute to the next. And B, I, it's hard. And this is something that I am probably going to have to work on my whole life. And I'm okay with that. But it is so hard for me to confront people and to make, say things that might make someone uncomfortable. And actually coaching has really helped me with that yeah. because I can't be a good coach if I can't say the thing that needs to be said. So mm -hmm. I've got a lot of practice with that in coaching, but in my personal life, I have gotten a lot better, but I still feel like moving forward, a focus would be to be more comfortable with my truth and know that is mine. It doesn't have to be accepted by anyone else um, and speaking it and to stop hiding because I do have a message to share that will help millions of people. Mm. You An know? experience that not many people have. So you can package all this stuff in yeah it's it's time so i'm glad your your hiccup of what the fuck am i doing should i should i go back to a job all these things they they haven't derailed you mm -hmm. and that's amazing so yeah. hey casey i wish you all the very best success as you grow into that that first year and help so many people that, that need exactly what you do so and thank you for sharing behind the scenes of what it's like as you get going as you first start and being vulnerable with yeah it, Here's what's going on. Here's what I'm really thinking. Here's the real journey. That's what it's all about. Love that. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. <laughs> hey, you're so, so welcome. Look, if people want to find out more about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Uh, so they could just go to my website, which is www.oriendalifecoaching.com or either Facebook 
Um, it would just be my name, Katie Creel. Awesome. I do well, have everyone. TikTok and like Instagram, but I'm just kind of playing around on those. <laughs> I don't know. If you're looking for some funny entertainment, that might be the place to go. Absolutely. Yes, yes, and yes. And uh, <laughs> and yeah, it puts you out of your comfort zone. So that's a that's a real good thing. So everyone go check that out if you're curious. But Katie, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.